Just listen to the beat. It's a good man. Beat. It is. It really is good. Uh, welcome in everyone to B Movies and Beyond. Uh, we got a jam-packed episode for you. This is episode two sixty-seven. There is so much to get to. I have a new name for jam-packed episodes. What? It's a stuffed double stuffed episode. A stuffed double stuffed. Mm-hmm. So it's stuffed and then also. So is that triple stuffed? How many stuffs you want? It is. <laughs> I mean, what do you think, Evan? I mean, this sounds like a turducken to me. <laughs> oh, so. nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I coined this term yesterday. <clears throat> I like this. Because that was a stuffed episode. And not S-T-U-F-F-E-D, like you normally would spell it. Mm-hmm. It's stuffed with a T at the end. Oh, okay. Ooh. And then it was double stuffed. I see. And then it right. was now, like, is that stuffed stuffed, or is it stuffed? It was just oozing liquids. Okay, now it's getting gross. Uh, Well, you got Peter, Ryan, and Evan with you. I hope everyone had a great Valentine's Day. I totally spaced that (laughs) the last episode came out that it was Valentine's Day. So, oops, everyone, hopefully they felt the love. Um, (laughs) Right? Well, I guess. Is that what you say? Hope everyone felt the love? (laughs) Yeah. Not from us, like, you know, from other people. I hope you feel some love. Yeah. I hope you get stuffed with love. Oh, <laughs> with God. the tea? Just stuffed. <laughs> full of that love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's where this is going. This is good. <laughs> I, After a great start. Oh, it's every single time, man. Every single time. Um, I do. I got a follow-up from last episode. If, if you guys didn't listen to episode 266, um, I reviewed No One Gets Out Alive. And Evan asked, because uh, I didn't finish the movie yet. Mm-hmm. He's like, are you, you know, do you think it's going to end poorly? Like it's going to ruin the ending's going to ruin the movie. And did I jinx it? I felt it was trying to a little bit. The, okay. <clears throat> I will say like up to the point that I got to, I was like, I was totally in. That's what I was mm-hmm. my review. And I loved it. I loved all the ghosts and everything. This thing like takes almost like a 180 turn and like turns into something kind of totally different. And I have no idea what was going on. You get a gist of it. Uh, you know, some people might say a jizz, a jizz of it. Um, but it, it's, I, I don't know if I like it or not because of the fact that they're not playing down to you. Like, this is like, this is the movie. This is what's going on. Um, and I was expecting a little bit more follow through to like explain all the shit that was going on. There's a lot of unanswered questions at the end of this movie and also how it ended was a little bit like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) But I guess, you know, the way that it it got a a reaction from me. So, I mean, that's good. So, I mean, I still liked it, but I just gotta say, um, I still like it and I still recommend it. It's just not the full on what I thought was gonna be like a, like a, like aces movie, you know, two thumbs up, you know, like it is, uh, maybe like one thumb up. You know, it, it kind of, 
it got weird and I thought it could have been explained a little bit more. Like, it makes me want to read the book because I'm like, I bet this book explains what's going on. If not, then that's a really fucked up book. <laughs> but I just had to do that follow-up since I did uh, actually finish my movie last week that I reviewed. I'm proud of you. So, yeah, you're welcome, Evan. I knew you wanted to know. I um, did, actually. That was bothering me. Yeah. I slept pretty good. <laughs> oh, you didn't care? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did tell you. <laughs> I was strictly talking to Evan. I was, I was okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there might have been one moment where I was like, I wonder if Peter actually did finish that. And then I fell asleep. <laughs> and then you forgot. And then I was <laughs> Until like, I started talking about I was it. like, man, that Doctor Strange trailer is awesome. <sighs> I got tricked. If, if we're talking about Doctor Strange real fast, I got tricked. I got one of those stupid concept trailers. And I got blown away because I'm like, holy shit, so many fucking cameos. And then I found out it was a deep fake one. And I was very upset because I went looking because, like, no one was talking about this. I'm like, how is no one talking about these big-ass cameos they put in this deep fake? Like, it was like, like, um, fucking John uh, Kransky, the guy from The Office. He's going to be in it. He, he, I've heard stuff, but like, there was a deep fake with him in it, Tom mm-hmm. Cruise, some people that we've been talking about. We should talk but about But it's not that. confirmed. And, uh. It looks really good, but now I hear that's it's probably not. It's See, this is why you avoid trailers. Well, because the internet lies to you. I hate no. When... The internet's always true. No, it's not. You just gotta read the fine print. That's all. Did you know Trump came out with his own social media called like Truth Social or something? Uh huh. And it's a it's like a carbon copy of Twitter. Instead of tweeting something, it's like truth. So <laughs> every one of your statements is the truth. I love it. What if you have a lie? <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> it's the truth. I stand behind this lie. Um, <clears throat> Jack Nicholson is going to be so great for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, another update on the Batman pizza challenge. Uh, I have still failed at that, but I made a Batman grilled cheese. Ooh. So hey, now. you know what? You're starting off strong. I this, like this. Exactly. You're working your way up. That will be on the Instagram. Check that out. Uh, now I just feel like maybe we should start taking the Batman challenges, you know, whatever you're eating at the time, make it into a bat symbol. Ooh, how about can. a Batman gummy bear? Dude, that's a good idea, Peter. Cool. I like that. Just as you eat, it's just your way of eating food. You just cut, take bites out until it's a bat signal. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting that like, that's kind of what happened. I was just eating my grilled cheese and I looked down. I was like, oh, this kind of looks like a bat symbol. It's a, a part of it. It's like, I can finish this. And uh, uh, like I said, I took a picture and I w- I'm going to share. I'm sh- this is the first photo I've ever um, shared of my food on social media. So uh, Ooh. that's something. Breaking know? new ground here. Now, did yeah. it make the grilled cheese taste better? Because I figure with darkness, you have to have it. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> did you make it more Batman because it was dark? And did you burn it? I was also dipping in tomato sauce, so it was like a really bloody Batman. <laughs> like, he just, like, killed some people or something, you know? You know, like the, the Snyder-verse Batman. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, but, yes, check out Instagram for that. Uh, and I don't know when else to bring this up. Like, this is... You know, like, this is the hardest part when you're talking about these things, but Ivan uh, Reitman uh, passed away unexpectedly at 75. Like, that was, that's how I woke up to Ryan, like, did you, did you see this? Did you see this? Uh, He passed away on the February 12th, right? On uh, Super Bowl. 
like during Super Bowl. During the Super Bowl, during, like or maybe a little. Was bit he after. upset that the Rams won? <laughs> Nobody's a Rams fan. Did you see? The, <laughs> did you see the parade today? Like a hundred uh, people showed up. It seemed like it was quite a bit. What are you talking about? It was like a hundred people. It fit in a park. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, anyways, I don't want to take away from Ivan. Like, I, it it made me sad. I I thought it was a hoax at first, and I had to go and double check. That's why I didn't respond to Ryan right away. Um, you had to kind of absorb that one. Yeah, and it's just so sad. I I feel bad for his family and the whole film community, and like this guy, like. So many of his films, at least for me personally, like they stand out to me. Like I, I love so many of these. Like and these are like classics to me that I, I have, I watch over and over again. Like I love Stripes, Ghostbusters, Twins, uh, Kindergarten Cop. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, one that I think is underrated, but I really fully, I really love is Evolution. Uh, oh, he did Six Days, Seven Nights. Didn't even know that. He had a lot of great <laughs> movies, man. I, I, I did the same thing when I found out he passed. I, I went through his like entire filmography, and I was like, wow, he did a lot of good stuff. Yeah, and on top of that, just doing what he, he produced, again, just a lot of, oh, shit, he did, he was an executive producer on Beethoven. That's why I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Beethoven? Yeah, Beethoven. Dude, and, and I have to... Uh, retract one of my favorite we were talking about our favorite on screen animal mm-hmm. and I had my epiphany and it's a recent one it's Eagly oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eagly from Peacemaker is my my favorite animal um, because have you seen that dumb little eagle walk on the street in a montage it was a, a montage cu- it was the cutest thing ever it was it just kind of hopping around he's super cute yeah. and he's a badass too and it's like ba- yeah he's like way better than Grogu he's a bit of everything yeah. it's just He's, a, he's, he's like uh, America. He's just CGI. However, <laughs> have you guys? So ever, is Grogu. Have you guys ever seen a, a real uh, bald eagle? Yes. Know. They're massive. I think Eagly in the Peacemaker is terribly undersized, but it might be because he was locked up in a neo-Nazi's garage for four years. Maybe it's just because John Cena's so big. Ah, uh, I think all of the above are right statements. I agree. I uh, concur. We have decided. Um, Mystery solved. Last episode, I updated the ticker, and I'm still updating the ticker, but uh, right now it says, Jason Reitman honors father Ivan Reitman, and his statement about his dad dying was, uh, I've lost my hero. I, Mm. yeah, that, that's really sad. Um, (laughs) way to come back to it, Ryan. (laughs) Jeez. I just had to throw out Eagly. I had to get that off my chest. I really did, dude. Jeez. Um... <laughs> but yes, the, he is going to be missed. He is uh, such, uh, um, you know, he, he was a voice in in the comedies, uh, you know, uh, film. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> Would you like to try again, sir? <laughs> he was a, a big voice in creating like the the comedies that I think we know and love today. Yes, better. That was okay, much better. Thank you. <laughs> um, so I, he will be missed. And you know. Um, mm-hmm. For the longest time, I always had him confused with the other Ivan. Kirshner. Kirshner. Because Kirshner did Robocop. Mm. And that was a prolific mm. movie. Yeah, that's true. Changed my life. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, Kindergarten Cop? Did you say that? Yeah, I did. I know. Did so you? many ones that he's behind. Like, I did in Twins. like And Space Jam. What? He directed there or just so it was producer? He's. 
a very much producer. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, in private parts. He, I mean, like I said, he's been like involved with a lot of like movies that uh, I love. Oh, Father's Day. Um. Oh, different one than I thought of. <laughs> you went to Steve Martin, did you? Uh, no, I was thinking of what's that really dark one with um, um, ah, oh, crap. What's his name? Dave. Well, uh, no, they they got Bobcat. Uh, Goldthwait? Yeah, what he did. Do you remember that with uh, Rob Police William? Academy. No, no, he directed it. I don't know. Legal Eagles. It doesn't matter because it's not about Ivan uh, Reitman. So. Cannibal Girls. Um, I know. I, I re- That's one that I haven't seen yet, and I really need to go see it. Maybe you should have some sort of podcast in a format that would uh, allow you to review that movie. Yeah, I'm going to go make one. <laughs> oh, please do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yes, you would be missed, and let's uh, you know, let's all let's let's laugh some more in this episode now because I think that's what he would want. Um, so let's get into some uh, questions, huh? What? How? Why? I have so many questions. I love that bit. Good job. Thank you. I worked really hard on that. <laughs> It pulls it all together so well. I'm like, wow, this is like my mind thoughts out loud. Have you ever told us where you got that clip from? It was like on, uh, yeah, you mean like where, yeah, from Dragon Ball Z. You know, I don't think I've ever watched an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Well, you didn't live as a child. No, I, oh, I I am a liar. We know. Yes. (laughs) I used to watch Dragon Ball Z, but mute it and sync it to Linkin Park songs. That's a weird thing to do. I mean, this was before like YouTube and everything. So Peter, do it. That's acceptable. Is it really cool? It it's the coolest music video you'll ever watch. Oh. Like when they're fighting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Not, not no, it's just when they're charging up for three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wow, this is really nice. <laughs> uh, um, so I was uh going around the internet and uh, I saw this article. That stated, uh, we're probably never going to get an R-rated Star Wars movie. And that just made me think, like, should we, though? Like, do you think, like, like, how do you feel about this? Do you think we should have an R-rated Star Wars movie? I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, that's kind of how I thought. Like, that's why I just, I think that's why this caught me off guard. I was like, because I love R-rated movies. I really think it makes movies better, usually, because you can do... Pretty much whatever you want, kind mm-hmm. of. Uh, you know, what are you gonna gain out of it? <clears throat> That's what I was saying. Like, I don't from Star Wars. I don't know. Like, all right, do you just get you get some blood? Is that like, is that what we're missing? Like, I don't know. Like, because it's like in the sci-fi realm. Like, I don't think it needs to be R-rated. Like, I mean, those movies are really like you know PG PG thirteen, and in the PG thirteen ones, they slaughtered a whole bunch of kids. So, yeah. <laughs> I think it's implied. Yeah. A lot of it's implied. Um, we know that Anakin just does not care about kids. So, like you said, <laughs> and um, and you know, it, it, a lot of it's implied where he just fell into the lava and he lost his arms and legs. And they, well, you, you him. see him like afterwards, all burnt up. I don't need Star Wars blood. Yeah, we I, don't. We need the cursing though. 
I you want Yoda so? to go on a little tirade. Dude. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. Have you not noticed no. R2-D2, every word that comes out of his mouth is a curse word? Oh, yeah. he's See, he's that's because I'm not now. C-3PO and I don't understand his language. <laughs> that's true. Maybe you should learn a different language, Evan. That's a good you question. You know, I've tried. So, yeah, Evan, are you on the... Like, you want to have some R-ratedness? I don't see the point, really. Okay, so you're on our side. <laughs> yeah, they hit all the points really well. I mean, like, people getting limbs chopped off and everything. It's like, it's still fairly gory, and they don't need to just focus on that. Okay. Because it's all like, the yeah. blaster is a delicate weapon, just like a lightsaber. You don't need a bunch of blood splatter. And I think they covered it proper with lightsabers because the lightsaber, when it slices off a it limb, cauterizes. Cauterizes. Yeah. It, yeah. So science you <laughs> don't need the blood. Um, you guys haven't watched Book of Boba Fett, but um, when Mando goes through the the butcher block and he has a dark saber, he's just literally just hacking people in, in half. It's crazy, and it's like one of the coolest scenes of Star Wars, but there's no gore. But it's all implied. Yeah. So, I wish you guys really caught up on this. So, what we really got to focus on is the Star Wars nudity. Yes. Uh, I need a... I want to see some Jabba the Hutt titties. (laughs) That's a Google search. No, don't you do it. It's happening. Oh, God. No, not really. But, yeah, there's no point of this being rated R. Yeah. There's really not. I I just don't... I, I don't see it gaining anything, but when you brought up some... Titties, though. I'm like, well, <laughs> let's see some space titties. You know? I mean, like, everybody loved Total Recall with the three tits. That's true. So. That's true. And who knows what, you know, length Star Wars would go to. All kinds of different Well, that's titties. why I'm nervous about it. They could go too far. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. I, just, I, I'm, I don't think it's necessary. I even um, think the, the nudity is implied in Star Wars or like the, the phallic parts, like the, the Sarlacc pit. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I think the one thing that they should have focused on in this article is, like, I don't mind Star Wars being gritty, but it doesn't have to be R. Like, I like that gritty reality. Okay, I like so, that. Um, some of Star Wars' best media has been Knights of the Old Republic. Um, the video games, the video games have that grit to it. Like, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. that has some grit to it. Um, and Book of Boba Fett, like, the first couple episodes were very kid-oriented and campy, but then it went dark. Yeah. And, yeah, it has it needs a little grittiness. Like, Disney needs to realize we're old enough, we can handle it, and it can be a gritty western with Sarlacc pits all over the place. I like it. And Jabba titties. No job titties. No yeah. one needs that. And Twi'leks. And, and, and Twilights? What? And Twilight. <laughs> no, twi- Twi'leks. Are they Twi'leks oh. or Twi'leks? The, the, the girls with the things with the heads? Oh, yeah. Uh, Ahsoka. Yeah. Katana. Uh, who? Is it Ahsoka? I don't know. I don't know Star Wars names. I just watch Why not? Ahsoka. Yeah, watch she's it. a Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Ahsoka. Rosario Dawson. Yeah. I need Ahsoka. to see her titties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into trailers. <laughs> Some exciting coming attractions from movies and beyond. And there's so many trailers from us. This is <laughs> terrifying. Like, and you whittled this down a lot. Did you? 
Thank you. Why'd you? Take oh no, some... never mind. It's just a page break. Yeah, it is. A... It's just uh... a page break. I got my hopes up and everything. Evan yeah. today was like, "Hey, um, I don't see anything." I was like, "Dude, there's a ton of trailers." <laughs> well, and it's so a lot of these though aren't like totally brand new. So we're gonna, we're gonna skip over a whole bunch, but it's all because of Super Bowl. And it's like, <laughs> I gotta be honest, like the Super Bowl was a it was a good game, but also like this is like the first time I felt like the, the even the trailers kind of like were. Like, they weren't like fantastic, but the movie trailers were really cool. Just because I, the cool I have, movies. I avoided them. What are you, did you? Watch I just the game? watched the halftime show. I'm like, yeah, okay. You cool. didn't watch the game either. I really, I watched it for like maybe like ten minutes. So when I ate dinner, and then I'm like, <laughs> all right, okay, I got to clean up now. <laughs> you ate dinner during the Super Bowl? Yeah. You mean you didn't just snack on a bunch of junk food throughout the yeah, day? Yeah, that's what I did. Exactly. Yep. I was like, no, actual dinner. What yeah. was for dinner during the Super Bowl? I actually had a turkey dinner. Shut up! <laughs> I did. <laughs> That's like a frozen one? Yeah, frozen turkey. Oh, put it okay, in the okay. Oven. I thought you meant like a full-on Thanksgiving spread for... Yeah. Oh. That's what I mean. I meant like a frozen turkey TV dinner. How? Oh, God, no. No, you... An wait. actual turkey dinner. Did you do this or your mom did it? Huh? No one did it. What do you mean? <laughs> so nope, it was my dad, actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. He's the turkey maker. Yep. We had some turkey in there, so it's like, hey, we're doing it. Why not? But not watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I don't... I don't. Well, he watched it with me. The 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we watched the halftime show. It's like, some... all right, let's go clean up. You want to have some father-son bonding 10 minutes? That's enough. <laughs> What's wrong with turkey time? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with it. I just... It was delicious. I, just... I carved the turkey. <laughs> It's good stuff. Dude, that happens in November. I know. <laughs> Dude, sometimes when turkeys are on sale, you get two. That's true. I don't <sighs> think I've ever had turkey, like, like besides, like, in a sandwich, like, besides, like, on Thanksgiving, so. You're a liar. I don't think so. You are a Renaissance Festival. Boom. Look oh, at that, yeah, liar. Those are turkey legs. That's a turkey. Okay, but not, like, a full-on turkey that I prepared. Okay. Well, you didn't prepare so the two, one at the legs two, at two, the Renaissance <laughs> Festival either. Two caveats to it. All right, the one, the turkey legs, and and the deli slice. That's that's it. Those are all the only turkeys I have. You know what? I do weekly. Have turkey? No. You should. I get it's one delicious. of those rotis- rotisserie chickens from uh, Costco or Sam's, uh-huh. and I uh, debone it. <laughs> <laughs> For such children, <laughs> I take deep bone. Take all the bones, and you know what's funny is usually people will do this for like your family and stuff, but I always just have the chicken meat on the side. But I debone it so I can make broth for churro. So churro has really good bone broth for his food. Oh, that's really nice. I I used to do that too, but like when I was single, and I mean this goes like you get a few meals out of it. That's what I would do. Yeah. And so. you can put it in your ramen, or you can put it in your turkey sandwiches. Just got to make sure it's deboned. You got to debone it. Well, so... Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I suggest turkey. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, not just for Thanksgiving anymore. Apparently not, and it's for Super Bowl as well. Uh, <laughs> Some Rams, people do wings. I go above and beyond. Yeah, the Rams won. I think it was an f- exciting game, but the, the trailers and, and... What I got from the whole bunch of like commercials is that, man... Avocado, <laughs> avocados and crypto are really making some money. They're doing apparently. well, aren't yeah. they? Dude, avocados from Mexico. Did you notice that they banned the imports of avocados right after that? Did they really? Yeah. <laughs> Good, because I'm allergic to them. Oh. Uh, what was the other thing? And then uh, 
that and just T-Mobile and Verizon fighting. <laughs> no, we have the biggest 5G network. So it's so much better than yours. Nothing's new. Yeah, pretty much. You can <laughs> tell where all the, all the money's at. So. Um, all right, so we got our first Super Bowl trailer. <clears throat> yeah. Which, which one? Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, cover your ears and eyes and nose. Evan's so excited to hear I'm about leaving. this. <laughs> Evan, I hate you. Don't Evan's, you spoil it. Don't I you spoil don't, it. Again, I don't think there's anything to spoil. Yes, there is. is. There's dinosaurs. I don't want to know okay. what dinosaurs I see. Okay? Evan, I want that for the movie. Recap. I don't want it to get my hopes up. <laughs> and you're trying to get my hopes up. You're hurting me. Recap what you saw uh, of this trailer or whatever you watched. I this. saw a Mosasaurus. <laughs> Tipping over a fishing boat, and then I saw Alan Grant with a fantastic beard, and then Ellie Sadler in a tent saying, "Oh, hi, Ellie." And Malcolm Ian. No, I didn't see him. Oh, I turned geez, it off right way after to that. Spoil. Seriously, what the fuck? <laughs> he was in the last one. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I'm thinking of Jurassic Park three. Actually, that's where I went back. I don't really talk about the Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> we're, we're past yeah. Jurassic Park. Now it's a world. But here's the thing: be the Jurassic lost universe. World. Yeah, here's the thing that, like, as much as I didn't like the Fallen Kingdom, like, it set it up for this movie where like dinosaurs are just running amok everywhere, and that's what the trailer really shows, and it looks really cool. I won't go into get details, but good. You that's knew- it. Nope. Stop <laughs> yeah. it. You're done. I just say you knew You're done. that. Next already. trailer. All right. So it, it, it got you though. Here's what I say. I mean, like it just got me pumped because it's it's blending. Because you already mentioned it. It's blending Jurassic Park trilogy with the Jurassic World, and it looks awesome. And do you know what I'm gonna say? Huh. I need Topher Grace to edit this and make two <laughs> different movies. The OG cast, and then the new cast. <laughs> split down the yes. middle of some scenes. So I want this movie to actually be four hours long. Yeah. The other It'll be perfect. I just love... What? Hey, in the last one, didn't Chris Pratt ride around on a Velociraptor? No. <laughs> Jeez. I was gonna, oh, okay. Well, I, I was thought, in your dream. I thought, <laughs> how do you know what my dreams are? I know you like camouflage raptors and stuff. Blue camo yeah. raptors. Um... <laughs> But the other thing too, like I'm just so happy that Colin uh, Trevorrow is that how you pronounce his last name? The, the guy, guy that the I don't update? know who that is. What the no, guy that did Trevor, no. the director? It's Colin, or maybe I'm totally wrong on that. Uh, the guy that did Jurassic World. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Well, did I you? I just know dinosaurs. Okay, and they go raw. Go I just chop. thought he did such a fantastic job on Jurassic World, where like he made it exciting to go to, for that franchise again. Um, and then they like he was supposed to go to the Star Wars and do the last one, which they canned him because they're like, "Oh, gotta write the ship by going back to JJ." Um, that was the dumbest thing they've ever done. Yeah. So, um, but he's back for this third one. He's back for the trilogy. He's gonna finish it off, and I think that's the right move because, again, watching the trailer, like I feel the love and 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 like how he's excited. And he loves this, uh, and like he. To me, you get it from the trailer, so uh, I just can't wait. But yeah, Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> I like that. That's him. Nice. Um, what's next? The Adam Project. Yes. Uh, Ryan Reynolds coming to uh, Netflix. Um, <clears throat> uh, this is uh, time travel. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> or your favorite. 
But it's it's one of those things where like he's from the future and he comes back to the past and like interacts with his child self. Uh, and it looks really interesting. And I just saw like I saw someone write like a quick review of it because it comes out like in March, okay, like, or like March eleventh or something. Uh, the day the world ends. What? March eleventh is like the worst day in world's history. It's Jeremy's birthday. And, um, <laughs> oh my god! That's when COVID started. It was extended, and there was a tsunami. And are you guys fighting again? No, this is just <laughs> this is history. Right? Sure, sure. I think I have heard Jeremy say that no. his birthday is the worst day, worst day in history. Um, but hopefully, this changes it. Maybe we'll. I what they claimed was that this is the best like movie that Netflix has produced to hit Netflix. So. I'll believe it when I actually watch it on Netflix. I know, and so I, I'm. Ex- I mean, they did the babysitter. You can't top that. Oh, I'm that sorry. was really good. But like, I think this is, you know, this is like the first one. Like, you know, kind of bigger, bigger, <laughs> bigger, like bigger. Yeah, bigger uh, budget. You know, with some big action. You know, stars in it. Because uh, also, um, uh, who else is in this? The Hulk's in it. Um, Peppermint's in it. I cannot think of any of their names right Mark now. Mark Ruffalo? Yes. And who's Peppermint? Uh, ben Affleck's wife. Yep. Jennifer Bill- Gardner. Gardner. Jennifer yeah. Gardner. Yeah, she's in it too. What? what? Who is it? Jennifer Gardner? Electra. Peppermint. Oh, yeah, Electra too. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. What well, the shit's going Original, on? not Netflix Electra, but Electra Electra. I am so confused. Yeah. Um... But so that's the Adam Project, and it, you know it's gonna be it's gonna be Ryan Reynolds, you know. But I think it's gonna be fun to see him interact in will fly he spaceships. be a different character? No, yeah, future self. <laughs> is that a different character? No, it's no. not. It, he's, just, you know, he's, he's just gonna be older. He's just gonna say he's from the future. That's the difference. I like it. So I'm, that's a good switch up for him. Yeah, keep it going, Ryan. Yeah, but I'm excited for it. I think it looks really me good. or him, him, <laughs> and next? also you. Thanks. You're welcome. Ryan, what's next? Uh, next trailer, let's see. You were super excited for this. Oh, dude, dude. Okay. Are we talking about Chip and Dale? Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Not Chip and Dale, like Magic Mike. But, um, <laughs> okay, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers is a, uh, were they saying a reboot in the trailer? Okay, this trailer basically shows that this movie is very self-aware. So, they are cartoons. But they're CGI, but they're real people mixed with cartoons and Roger Rabbit and Seth Rogen and Lonely Island. And I think it's just a crazy combination of all of the the above. And I think um, I'm excited for this because I think this is going to be the most modern Roger Rabbit that we're going to get. Now, are the actual cartoon cartoon or CGI cartoon? Both. There's, dude, so this is how self-aware, like like one of the jokes in it is it's fantastic because it's Dale. He's CGI. And he's like, and like you know, they had like a fallen out between Chip and and Dale, and it's them coming back together for an epic, uh, you know, buddy cop adventure kind of thing. Um, and and he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I did the CGI procedure, <laughs> and like he's CGI. And I and then like I thought at some point like they're gonna change back like throughout the movie, but no, he's just CGI the whole time. Um, and and like Ryan said, like I think this is gonna be the closest that we're gonna get to like like having another Roger Rabbit, but cause it, it's, it's, it's that kind of world where animation CGI is all real with humans. 
Um, I'm on the fence for this, but I'm interested. Dude, watch the trailer. But it might give away too much, Evan. Uh, hey, are there dinosaurs? No, but then I'm good. The cats from the CGI cats movie that was so God. bad with cat buttholes. Uh, they make an appearance in it, and they make fun of that. And I, dude, because it's like with Lonely Island, like you know, like they're just so like it's gonna be funny. And Will like, this be rated R? Because their <laughs> sense of humor is kind of adult. They're gonna have two R's. That's true, but that's Ooh, that's a great Rangers. thing. I like that. I yeah. know what you're doing. That's the great thing about it is because I I think it'll be something for the the whole family. You know, will this like, be a musical? I don't know. I hope like, they add a musical into it. Yeah, this like, would be one of the first and only movies I would watch a musical. Yeah, this is like the tongue in cheek thing. You know, like it's gonna be it's for the kids and yet for the parents too. That you're gonna be like the kids don't fully understand that. So joke. every movie. <laughs> no, like you know. There's some that are just really like Shrek. Who was watching Shrek? I was watching that recently. Oh, you mother! (laughs) That was you, wasn't it? That was not me. That's why I brought it up, though. (laughs) Shrek is good. I just saw that in movie theaters by myself with no kids. No, I wasn't by myself. I was. There was a Shrek in a movie theater. Yeah. No, recently. No. No. Oh. I saw We're it going back in time. He's time traveling right now. Yeah, I, I and he paid... hates himself for it. Yeah, I don't like thinking about this. <laughs> it gives me a, a headache. Um, but yeah, like, it, like, like, like Shrek or like, you know, those Pixar movies, I feel like those are pretty good. At, like, they're, they're enjoyable for adults too. And I think like, this is like one of the first ones I've seen uh, for Disney plus that uh, like stands out to me. That looks awesome. So, uh, Let's get into some news, huh? Pull them out. News. Now you can have one. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. I like that. You know why I like that, Peter? Why? Because you improvised. That's right. Well, I was, when I was eating it earlier, it was so good. Chex Mix. Not a sponsor, but <laughs> delicious. Um, the only news I put on here was this first one, that Craven the the Hunter. You know, Sony's doing their weird Spider-Verse thing with their villains from Spider-Man, and Craven the Hunter is going to get his own movie, and it's going to be Russell Crowe. So, now, he is Craven the Hunter, or yep. is he just in the movie? I believe No, he's Craven the Hunter. No, he's not. That's what I read. Alan, um, Aaron Taylor Johnson is Craven the Hunter. Ooh, maybe he's craving the hunter's dad. He could be. Oh yeah, and he did have that dad arc in the. I don't remember that at all. Craven's a weird character. Like he's a normal dude, but he's the only one who can like really just take down superheroes. His vest is and, just scary, and he just does it for game. Yeah. He like. He's just a really bored rich guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's um. It's oh yeah, yeah. It's he just is part of the cast. I thought it said that he was, but yes. Aaron Taylor Johnson is the villain slash anti-hero. I was I was about to do that with Ahsoka and General um Grievous Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah. I'm back into Grievous. Oh, this is on the the other the, side. The rated R Star Wars. <laughs> um. Okay. So Russell Crowe is trying to get in a. We don't need more what? universes. Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah. I don't. Know. I mean, maybe no. he should be Uncle Ben. He'd be a good Uncle Ben. <laughs> the Uncle Ben to Craven. Maybe. Or it's going to be like Craven's like dad, you know? 
I wouldn't be surprised if he's like into the jungle suit at some point. So I don't know, but I guess that movie's shaping up, and we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I you know I, I I guess I don't. We'll see how Morbius is coming out. Which the fact that they just like delayed it without really telling anyone, and it seemed like no one really cared, leads me to believe it's not going to be that great. I totally forgot. Like last episode, I was just like, wait, weren't we supposed to see Morbius already? Yeah. I know. Weird. So honestly, I don't care about Craven. He's not a main character. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, Peter, did you go watch that Craven movie?" Um, see, that's gonna be your response. <laughs> Evan, are you excited for the new Craven movie with Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh, Russell Crowe? Yes, I am. Oh, Just despite Peter, <laughs> <laughs> it's Peter Parker. Okay. Anyway, next, um, South Park is moving from HBO Max, and they're gonna have Beavis and Butthead be exclusive to Paramount Plus, starting in like twenty twenty five, right? Yeah, twenty. Yeah. So they're gonna do the Netflix thing. Let the oh, speaking of Netflix, they lost all the Marvel shows. I know. I was gonna bring that up. End of this month, end of February, (laughs) which that was kind of like I I just started watching the third season of Daredevil finally, and and now I just find out that it's leaving. I have no idea when it's gonna come. You know, be on something else, which. Do you think Disney will like instantly like bam? It's on Disney Plus, or they'll probably give it a little time, right? Don't you think? Do you think they'll put it on Disney? Plus? I don't know. That's weird. If I, you that's... put it on there or on Hulu, but it's just like all their stuff, all the Marvel stuff is on Disney Plus. Would they move it to Hulu? Because that would be like a total. I guess they own the rights, but Netflix made it. That's a weird thing. Maybe they just disappeared. I, it was part of that deal that. No, I think no Disney because those are pretty. Some of those seasons are really good. Like between Daredevil and Punisher, like there's some good stuff there. They're gonna put it somewhere because they will attract people. So Netflix is gonna be bought by Disney. Yeah, I can see, and they'll go right back on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Um, but yeah, that's gonna that kind of sucks because I don't think I'm gonna be able to finish this third season in time. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to go through this really quick. Support the show, subscribe, rate, review. Tell your friends. Website, bmoviesbeyond.com. Go to YouTube for the latest reviews, trailers, and news. Subscribe and click the bell. Subscribe. <laughs> you know, when you're subscribing, try to subscribe as well. It's a little bit different. I thought it was like, subscribe. I was like, what are you crying about? If you, if I'm sad they're not clicking that bell. Me too, buddy. Me too. <laughs> but follow us on the socials. Insta at bmoviesbeyond. We got the Twitters and the Facebooks. So check us out and buy our merch. Oh yeah, buy lots of merch from us. Yeah. Support us like a bra. Reviews. I know and. Peter to lead us off with back-to-back reviews. He started off the podcast with a review, and then now he's going to do another review. (laughs) How's finishing a review? Doesn't count. Ah, (laughs) I like it. Two reviews for the price of one. It was was the in-review. Okay, did you finish this film? I did. Oh, nice. So this was, uh, um, I'm a little late to Nicolas Cage month. (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I watched The Frozen Ground. It was like a straight to like VOD film. Uh, and why I got to watch this uh, 
is because my wife, who's not a big fan of Nicolas Cage, but she is a really big fan of murder, she's like, you better watch out. <laughs> I've seen Wives with Knives. <laughs> she tells, I, I do, we do joke about that. I was like, you know how to like kill me off because like you see what all these people do wrong like on Dateline and all these documentaries and like and she you know like some things she tells me like never take your phone with you if you know because they track that shit so I was like okay thanks babe um I don't think I'm gonna go kill anyone but thank you for telling me um but anyway this is uh the frozen ground and she heard about this from one of her murder podcasts that she likes to listen to so much. Um, and they, they did a story on this guy, um, Robert Hansen. He's a, a serial killer. Um, and, uh, out in Alaska and this is based on actual events. And, um, John Cusack plays Robert Hansen. Uh, and this is actually a pretty good cast. Nicholas Cage, he's the sergeant. He's the one trying to tr- track down John. Uh, you got Vanessa uh, Hudgens. Uh, she plays like this like uh, prostitute stripper in it. Um, which she did a really good job. Uh, you know, kind of a drug addict. Um, and then you got John Cusack to, to play the, the serial killer, which I had to say, I wanted more to him. Like, I wanted to see more. Like, there's like... This is really kind of like a, a movie. I mean, it's, you know, again, space off some true stuff, but not fully. Mostly the murders are based on that and kind of like what he did. Uh, but then this turns into like fully fiction where it turns into this like cat and mouse game type thing. Um, uh, but I thought the, uh, you know, John Cuse, like I thought he did a really good job, especially at the end, just playing that kind of like just crazy person where you're just like, you know, wanting him to uh, just just to uh, uh, go off the deep end, which he, he does. And it's kind of funny, the trivia of this is that Nicolas Cage was actually, was supposed to be that guy, but he's like, Makes nah, sense. yeah. He's like, but that's too easy for me. I want to be the sergeant. I think I can, I, I need to, you know, elaborate more, uh, you know, on my acting chops. So. Has Nick Cage actually ever been a cop? Yeah. Yeah. The, the lieutenant, bad lieutenant. Oh, that's like about John Cusack. <laughs> and, like, of course John Cusack's been a cop. And also, kind of a cop in Face Off. Ooh. Mm, he's still the murderer. But Only kind half of, of the good guy. <laughs> uh, just say, but yes, uh, you know, he's kind of an older guy. It's like set like in the 80s. Um, uh, but it, it's, uh, it, it was pretty brutal. Um, very entertaining. Uh, um, I'm trying to think, like, it, it's hard to say, you know, cause I don't want to go into too much, but this is, you know, it's a thriller, uh, where they just go in and it's just, it's trying to watch how they're going to catch this guy and you're, you're riveted. I mean, like, you're like, like, you're not sure how it's going to go, you know, even though you know, this guy is caught because it's real life. Uh, but you didn't know how I was going to do, but this, it was written and directed by Scott Walker. And, uh, I, I do, I want to praise him a little bit cause I thought he did such a good job for like, I mean, straight to VOD, you know, um, he, he really added in, like, there's a lot of like, uh, like handheld camera work throughout it where, 
Um, a lot of kind of like little shakiness, but not like too much, you know, it's not like found footage, but it really, to, for me, it added that, uh, that tone, it, it created that suspense, that tension that you needed because you're just like, it, it, it gave you that shakiness literally. <laughs> um, and so I really liked the, those aspects and like, in some of these wide shots they, they did in, in Alaska that were really cool and how like, um, they would, was it really Alaska? I don't know. Think probably so? Canada. Yeah, it's probably some. It's about halfway through there. So probably like Utah. I, I don't, don't know. You know, I get your point with the shaky camera. You know where it doesn't apply is professional wrestling when they do the shaky camera. Kind of. Oh, when they shake, <laughs> they grab it and shake it. No, no, like the cameraman. Like whenever they do the fake punches, I mean the real, the real fake punches. The cameraman would start zooming in and out all aggressive, like. Oh yeah. It kind of takes you away from it. I so. see. Um, but I would like to see Nicolas Cage shake the camera, like. Crazy, yeah. It, well, so they did actually film in Alaska, though. <laughs> oh, nice. Confirm that. That must have cost a lot of money. Not really. That's like it's just up north, all the way up there. Do you guys realize how far Alaska is? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> how far was it? That's okay. You know how I said I I've lost I didn't lose sleep over Peter not watching that movie. I've lost sleep over like what if one day I had to travel to Alaska? That would take forever. <laughs> it's like if I had plane. to drive to. Alaska? Why would you do that? I don't know. What if I had to transport a, a truck over there? And it's icy and Liam Neeson's on the way and it's just like, it's <laughs> scary. It's just, it's been an actual fear of mine my entire life. A new movie, the the Transporter Ice Truck Road Edition. <laughs> you know, okay. a work, it's a working title. <laughs> now, I have a question about this. Uh huh. 50 cents in it because too? Because your wife is such a big murder fan. What did she think of this? Because she actually knows a lot more of the story. So did she like it, or uh, was she just like, "Oh my god, I don't like Nicolas Cage." She sat through all of it and didn't fall asleep. Nice. And but then she would tell me like, "That's not right." <laughs> okay. So she throughout she would tell me things that are, you know, that happened in the true case, and you know, honestly, it the movie is good. Honestly, you guys suspend. Uh, your 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 belief and um, you know I it made me want to like I need to go find out more. But they also they they paid tribute to like the actual murder victims. Like this guy killed a lot. I think mm-hmm. he only got uh like uh charged for like thirteen murders, but that's quite a bit. But they believe that there was probably more, maybe like in the twenties. Um, and. and and how he was getting away from away with this is just crazy because it starts off with this and they're pretty much pointing the finger at at John Cusack, but because of like like no he's a good citizen leave him alone and like just dick dick cops not doing their jobs not following through and that's when you get good old Nicolas Cage like nah I'm gonna track this guy fuck everyone else you know like no one wants to prosecute this guy and so you had also the aspect of just the inner workings of how the justice system works which. It doesn't. Oh, dude, watching Dateline sometimes it 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 does. It makes you kind of sad about the justice system because it's true. It doesn't always work, but I guess you know when you got people involved, we make we all make mistakes, right? It's like we need a league of like meta beings to control people. And stop saying that. Facebook stop users? giving them. No, stop it. Stop. Meta, meta, though. meta humans. Yeah, Facebook users. You're giving them ideas. Mark Zuck. <laughs> Zach Snyderberg? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, <laughs> but 
there's a lot of things that like that I think they point out in this film that uh, I have a are a little infuriating. But f- you want to hear about Fifty Cent? Um, after my question. Oh, okay. Why is Vanessa Hudgens always a stripper in her movies? I. She she's well, not. She, Sometimes she was on Disney Channel, right? Yeah. So I don't understand why these Disney. I, I'm not mad at it, but like, why do these girls have to be like, oh, I'm not a Disney star anymore, so I'm gonna be this stripper? No, she does a lot of stuff actually. Besides, like, stri- yeah, she's on like a lot of Hallmark movies. Sometimes she's just a lowly florist with a struggling shop. And later, she's a stripper. Yeah, I, you know, That's but I, the natural evolution of things, right? Oh, yeah. I do think there, there's something to what you're saying. Is like, I, I just think she, you know, she wants to break free of what, you know, she was just constantly doing with, uh, um, Disney. You know, I think there is something to that, but she has been in a lot of different things. I, I think mm-hmm. it's more it's just like you know, you gotta expand your acting chops and. I think she's doing actually a good job. Oh, and like she did an amazing job. Like I, like it's there's, I didn't think there's gonna be as much of her in this movie as there was. I thought there's gonna be more than just like Nicholas Cage chasing John Cusack, but she plays a very big part and nice. she did a great job. I thought everyone did a really good job in this film. Um, the only thing I, I wanted a little bit more uh, J- uh, John Cusack being crazy. That's what I wanted to see more of. Or, or like the creepy stuff, you know. I want to see more creepy stuff with him. Mm. So, but that really wasn't like the real story is about like, is he or is he not going to get caught? You know, that's kind of what it went down to. And like it, you know, it almost he almost got away with it. I'll say that. If it weren't for those darn kids, that's right. <laughs> um, the funniest thing though is, uh, yes, Fifty Cent is in this film. And he has this hairpiece where, like, because again, it's in the 80s and he plays a pimp. Um, he's like uh, Vanessa's uh, pimp. And it's it's just straight, you know, just straight um, going down to like around like his shoulders. <laughs> it just cracks me up every single time. Um, and, and I think he actually helped produce this film too. Like, I saw Curtis Jackson on as a producer, which well, that's his name, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But come on, you would do that. If you would produce a movie and had Nicolas Cage in it, you'd wear a hairpiece. Doesn't Nick Cage wear a hairpiece? Never. Blasphemy, sir. Yeah. Uh, no, he's like, either like, you want me to grow it out or do you not want me to grow out? <laughs> and sometimes I think those directors like, oh, yeah, I think growing out would be great. Oh, I was wrong. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I thought it was good, so I say check it out. Uh, it's on Netflix currently, so there you go. Does Nicolas Cage have a forearm tattoo? I don't know. I have no idea. Me neither. But I am looking, and it looks like he does. Well, Peter, I I have I've had questions, and I have more questions. You got more? Why are there so many serial killer podcasts? People love it. Yeah, true crime's fascinating. And are you sure you sleep well at night? Because I feel like your wife knows a lot about killing you. Blink if you're not safe. I'm very safe. (laughs) And I sleep like a baby. And I don't think she's going to kill me. (laughs) He paused when he said think. No. We we love you, Peter. (laughs) We love you too, Peter's wife. (laughs) I am fine. She loves me. Actually, in fact... Today is actually our uh, 
I guess like our our third year of actually being together. Two years from when I proposed to her. So, oh. On this day. Ooh, on the 16th. So you missed Valentine's Day by a couple days. We did, yeah, that's true. Well, yep. That is solid. Edit? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So I went back to the year 2012. And I watched Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Mm. And I forgot how much I enjoyed this movie. What's this Steve Carell. Yeah. Um, Pirates of the Caribbean chick. Kiera Knightley. That's her. <laughs> now, the one part that I was really surprised about, this actually had a lot more people that I didn't realize who they were back in the day. Because, I mean, this had Amy Schumer in it. Oh, yeah, Pat yeah. Oswalt. Uh-huh. T.J. Miller. Yeah. There was a lot of them. I was like, holy crap. This oh, is like a star-studded affair for the gonna, end of the world. Yeah, I was going to ask if Will Ferrell was in it, but I think I got confused with T.J. Miller. They're very different. They, you know... Like, no, very different. They're tall and, the, you know, the hair. No, very different. One was like a crazy drug addict, and the other one just wants more cowbell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> one's from Colorado and one's not. See, that's all that matters. Yeah. Who do you support? Both? <laughs> Tom Hanks. Tom, <laughs> Tom Hanks. Okay. So, Steve Carell and Natalie Portman. Nope. Karen Knightley. And um, Adam Brody. Who's Adam Brody? Oh, you'll recognize him. He's in Teeth. Oh, yeah. Every time mm-hmm. I see the name Adam Brody, I always think of um, Adam Driver. Nope. Definitely guy. a different person. Yep. <clears throat> but I got to say, like, watching this again, like, I forgot how good this was. But it's also like a crazy roller coaster of emotions. I was like, hey, I'm really happy. Now I'm sad. And I was impressed with like how well like these actors could actually get you to feel like just with a one sided conversation. I was like, holy shit, like I'm misting up here. And it was very, very good. Uh, basically, the whole premise of this is people find out the world is going to end. And just how it opens. Steve Carell is sitting in the car with his actual wife. I didn't realize that. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. And they just say, hey, unfortunately, um, our rescue (laughs) mission was blown up trying to destroy the asteroid. And we're screwed. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, nope. I'm out of here. And she just literally runs away from him, the marriage. Wow. And then it just turns into these two unlikely people, uh, Dodge and Penny, like avoiding orgies, matchmaking from their friends. That's terrible. Riots. And they're basically like trying to find, uh, Dodge is trying to find his way to his first love to see if he can patch things up. And then, he promises Penny that he knows someone with a plane that can get her back across the pond to be with her family during the last days. Hmm. I saw this, but I forgot a lot. <laughs> I've yes. never heard of this movie. Really? It's, you know, it's like, it's like, don't look up, but you know, you take away the satire. It's, it's all about relationships. Really? It really is. Yeah. And actually don't look up made me want to watch this movie. Oh, I know. That's kind of, what I was like, I wonder if you got the idea from that. I really did. And I was like, I, you know what? I want to watch this. And this is like one of those Steve Carell comedies that I love. Like Dan in real life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he just knocks it out of the park. Yeah. And so it's kind of 
he plays it serious, but then he's also hilarious. Mm -hmm. And I just, I can't recommend this enough. Yeah, it is really good. Uh, I can't, I, I don't, I mean, it's been, what year did this come out? It's 2012. Been okay. It has a, a sad ending, right? Like it's, like it ends like. It doesn't end how you think it would end. No? Am I thinking it's something different? That's why I, see, it's been a while, so I'm starting to mix where I just felt like, like it stayed true to what was going to happen. You know? Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's what I meant. Like, it stays yeah, true like, to, like, how the movie opens, or, like, where that's usually not what you're thinking that's going to happen. <laughs> well, and then, like, when I first saw that, I actually really held that against this movie. Exactly. Because you're like, oh, come I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, no, what the shit? Yeah. But, but it, then it's, now I'm like, okay, that's brilliant. Yeah. Like, it, that's the whole point. Yeah. It sells it so much. And it's like, wow. But it really does like explore different people's relationships with uh, friends, family, exes. It's yeah. very interesting. Why, why do well, you look I, at me like that? Because because you're gonna be an ex. Yes, <laughs> we're breaking up, Ryan. Ex, if you're not in a relationship, I, I am curious. Like, so that's because you don't appreciate me. <laughs> so if you All gave right. me a really weird look there, Adam. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just. I just say... felt like I had to look at you long enough. <laughs> Let's just say you do. do All right. We're, you know, right now we're doing this podcast and then like, we're not listening to radio, but you know, somehow we get like a a notification on our phone saying you are all fucked. You're all going to die. You know, our, our, our mission to go harvest an asteroid and, and, you know, collect all of its minerals and shit didn't go well. And now it's going to hit our earth. Um, What do you guys do? I'm going to have a turkey dinner. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to purge everything no. I can. <laughs> Why? Why not? What do you mean purge? Like, you're going to go kill people? Yeah. I'm going to listen to a bunch of murder and mystery podcasts, <laughs> and I'm going to go and live that life out. Well, you don't even have to, like, you don't even have to be good, like. I'll do it real time. It's, yeah, exactly. You don't even know, like, but you don't have to worry about really getting caught because who cares, yeah. right? I'm going to go to Ace Hardware and find the biggest chainsaw and just run around and vigilante everything. Damn, Ryan, I hope I'm nowhere near you when this happens. Well, that's actually one of the things I really liked about this movie was each of the characters did their own thing. Like, it was truly like society falling apart, but then some parts of it were coming together. It's like a yeah. definite that the world's ending, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, oh, yeah, I'm purging. Oh, see, I don't, I don't have no desire to kill anyone. But like, my favorite part, and I feel like I'd probably be more in line with this is like when they go to like a, like a TGIF fries or like a restaurant and, and that's where TJ Miller is. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I I think they talk about like, why the fuck are you here? Why are you working still? Like that was kind of like the, what they discussed. Right. Or, or, Or he brought up maybe, I don't know. Like there's some weird thing. And like, I almost feel like that's kind of like how I would be is like, I get, do you want to go out to dinner? You know, like I go, go get my wife and the kids and like, like let's go have dinner, I guess, you know, like, I don't like, what else do you do? Like, I don't, okay. Would you go to your job? No, no, that's what I'm saying. I would stop. Yes. I, but I then you would expect other people to go to their jobs. Well, someone needs to bring me. <laughs> I, well, but that's what I'm saying though. Like if I just walked into the restaurant, like, 
I don't. I guess I wouldn't know what to expect, but I would just go back and make my own food. Yeah, if you went into the restaurant, right? Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, I guess I would try though. I, I don't. You know what I'm just saying? Like, I just don't know. Like, I I get. I could totally see people like they don't know what else to do, so they are they just continue to work. Like, they just mm-hmm. kind of almost like pretend like nothing's happening. You yeah. know, and then you have the other side where like people like Ryan, like, oh fuck. It's chaos, so I'm gonna be the chaos. I wouldn't say, "Oh fuck!" I'd be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I mean, again, Ryan, you know this is recorded, and people are gonna come back and think, "Wow, Ryan's a murderer." See, it was there all along. You gotta listen to and our podcast to figure that out. <laughs> he didn't watch enough Dateline. He got caught. Oh, dude, my mom watched a lot of Dateline when I was younger. She oh, still okay. doesn't. I Dateline is one of those things. It's on Peacock, man. Are you sharing that with your mom? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she can watch all the Dateline she wants, because that's what my wife does. Dude, uh, there was one Dateline where, like, they hid these little girls in the basement, and one of them escaped, and then it was, like, in the middle of suburbia of California. Wow, yeah, there's and, some crazy stories. Like, real life stuff. Those are the people... <laughs> it's all real life. Those are the people I would totally go after. Like, this one dude who's like, yeah, he lives this totally normal life. Okay, but, so you're a vigilant. How are you going to find these people? Dateline. <laughs> And podcasts. <laughs> so just, well, there's a lot of work to your plan to go purges. Like, I got to go and research all these people. Any dateline where it is unsolved. No, you do unsolved murders and you just go try to figure them out. Or someone they thought it was it. I'm just going to kill them just for safe measure. <laughs> Ryan said it, not me. <laughs> No, technically you said it. <laughs> but Ryan nodded. This will be clipped out of context. Oh my god, this is a great idea. Uh, I don't. I don't agree with that. I I agree. I don't, I, I agree with Evan not to agree with Ryan. I yeah. just agree to clarify to agree to agree um, to agree. Now the one thing with this movie is because it is kind of like end of the world Armageddon. It's actually beautifully shot and it's like they didn't have to go like full out crazy big budget mm-hmm. like they did have some craziness in there but then it was like oh hey we're just in a neighborhood yeah it's very simple it really see. is yeah. and that's part of its charm too yeah yeah um i'm with you evan i i i need to go and re-watch that one because it's been a while but i know when i saw it i was like that was good that was not what i was expecting and it was but i was and, mad at the end but it only like, I bought this, but I had to give it another watch. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did. Thanks. So. Are you okay that you bought it knowing that it's the end of the world? Because I would, like, if the world did an end and I bought a movie that I didn't like, then I would be upset. I would be even more mad. Why? Because I paid money. Because money means nothing, then. It's because it's the Yeah, end but of the world. if the world did an end, then I'd be like, man. I think I would be more, I don't know if I'd be more pissed at wasting time or just be like. Have you ever heard of a credit card? Uh. <laughs> So when the world doesn't end, you just ah, oh, those are false charges. That exactly. was like me. I left my wallet on the counter. Some guy came in. Do you really have to pay for anything? Then you're just again, you just go and you purge stores, not like you know purging their stuff, not people. <laughs> Why not all of the above? Because murder is bad. Yeah. If we have a society, <laughs> what? I am so scared of you now. All right. You are out of the zombies. We better zone. let Ryan go before he purges us. <laughs> I know, seriously. Ryan, that's your cue. Oh, we're, we're <laughs> friends, right? Yeah, we're still friends. Okay, okay thank God. I'm on his good side. You're on my good side. So I watched a little film uh, from 2012 as well. 
Ooh. Yeah. Um, and oh they... my God, do you know who else was in 2012? John Cusack. My guy's name was Tom Cruise. I know, but John Cusack was in 2012. He he probably was in 2012, wasn't he? He was. Yeah, did he have his boombox in? <laughs> no. That was like 80s, huh? Yeah. 2012, he was the RV driver. <laughs> have you ever heard of a character named Jack Reacher? I had. Okay. I, I always thought he was part of the Tom Clancy universe, and he's not. Oh, really? He's, yeah. He's separate. Yeah, totally separate. <clears throat> so I watched Jack Reacher from uh, 2012, and the director, since we're doing directors, was um, Christopher McQuire? McQuarrie? Sound right? Um, Which one? Christopher McQuarrie. McQuarrie. I liked your second attempt. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Which one? Um, good answer. Evan. Good answer. Which so, one? <laughs> okay, so Jack Reacher is a character from Lee Child. Lee Child um, apparently wrote this character when he was unemployed and going to coffee cho- shops, and um, he became a very popular character and um, very scrutinized. So Tom Cruise was casted back in 2012, and People were kind of pissed off because he didn't fit the overall appearance of what Jack Reacher is supposed to be. He's supposed to be this massive, like, six-foot-five, like, totally buff dude. And Tom Cruise is just not. Tom Cruise is um, five-foot-three soaking wet, and um, he maybe weighs 120 pounds. I don't know his exact uh, logistics, but he probably has small hands. Um, But here's the thing. Tom Cruise is a phenomenal actor. Like... Yeah, he's a little crazy with Scientology, but his movies are good. But he's always Tom Cruise. So here's my here's my conundrum. I watched this movie, and I was like, man, this movie feels like fucking Mission Impossible. Okay. Now, <clears throat> why does it feel like Mission Impossible? Because it's fucking Mission Impossible. <laughs> because <laughs> Kind of. Because Christopher McQuire, McCrary, whatever his name is, he... Uh, before he did this movie, he produced. He was a writer of Valkyrie, The Tourist. Then he did Jack Reacher. Then he um, wrote Edge of Tomorrow. Then he directed Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. Then he was a producer of Jack Reacher: Never Go Back. Then he was a writer of The Mummy. Then he was the director of Mission Impossible: Fallout. I then, see a theme here. <laughs> then he was the writer of Top Gun: Maverick, and now he's director of Mission Impossible: Seven and Eight. So. I think him and Tom Cruise are in somewhat of cahoots. Is he yeah. Scientology? Tom Cruise is his Johnny Depp, and he is Tom Cruise's Tim Burton. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely right. Connecting on those dots for you. Okay. If I didn't watch any of these Mission Impossible movies prior to watching this Jack Reacher, I think this movie is phenomenal. I think the action scenes are really good in here. Um, you got to watch it and not think Mission Impossible because it's so Mission Impossible. Um, he's he's really good at the back and forth banter with the side characters and trying to find the main character. And he's ba- basically uh, Jack Reacher is trying to figure out. Uh, there was a sniper that did um a couple shootings, right? They start the movie starts off the sniper is sniping off some people, so they're trying to find this guy. But mm-hmm. um, Jack Reacher believes this sniper was framed. So the movie is him trying to seek justice, and he's not like he's like an ex military slash ex cop. Um, no, military police. Yeah, military police. Thank yeah. you. Um, so he, um, but X, so he doesn't follow by any sort of rules or anything. He he kind of goes by the seat of his pants. Is, is that the same? 
Sure. I, I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like he's, he, he, he doesn't follow by military rules or cop rules or anything. Yeah, he I, just does what he does yeah. to seek justice. He's, he's like the <laughs> true original Avenger. Or, you know, like the equalizer. He's kind of like that. Very type. equalizer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Even the storyline with the, the young girl that works at the auto parts store. Same thing with um the equalizer. Mm-hmm. Like, very similar movies. And I think that's why I like this character. So, so have you seen the, the Amazon Prime show? So, this is why I watched this movie, because I have been watching the Prime show. Okay. Yeah. So... Here's what I don't remember. I remember watching like Jack Reacher, and I, I liked it. I get why there's a second one to it, and I saw the second one, and I thought, and it was good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and then something I I've been watching the Reacher. I only watched the first episode so far, but I there's things that I noticed that I remember from the Jack Reacher. I'm like, okay, like besides like it's Tom, the character. Yeah, Tom's character, Tom Cruise's like size and everything, like a lot of the things that they do similar, like, oh man, they both did the exact same thing. Right. Um, even the way he fought, even the way he started yeah. the fight, like his, his, um, but was the intelligence there? Like that was, that's something that's really sticking out to me in the, the series that I'm digging. And I don't remember if that was quite there in the movies. His, yeah, no, Tom Cruise did a really good job of, of out smarting or like analyzing the situation before it happening. So okay, but like like it was it's more than just that. It's like he's like a fucking Sherlock Holmes basically. Yes, and that's what he he is like. Okay, and he's he's I really can't good remember at that. It. Okay, but, but here's the thing about it: like you see Tom Cruise and you think he's Ethan Hunt. And, I, no. But when you see the, the the Amazon Prime series with Alan Richardson, yeah, um, I think he's Thad from Blue Mountain State. <laughs> I did. I had to get past that, but I, and uh, I want to get into that later on because um, I've been watching that, and I'm like, I'm trying to see the the similarities between the movie and the show, and the characters there in the movie, the characters there, and in the series, the same characters there. It's it kind of reminds me of like the James Bond books. Like there was this idea of what James Bond looked like, how he acted, and how he was a spy, and. Basically, every movie, they just kind of plugged in this actor to fill that role. Yeah, the difference, though, with, like, the Tom Cruise and Alan is just, like, Alan is gigantic. <laughs> I don't think I realize how big Dude, the guy he's, is. Dude, he, he's, like, Michael Bay, Raphael, Ninja Turtle size. Yeah. Oh, that's because he's his voice. Uh-huh. Well, and he portrayed the, you know, the motion capture. <laughs> right. Uh, but... Yeah, like I was. That's the one thing, but I, I that's agree the thing with you about the movie. Is a lot of fans of Jack Reacher were upset because Tom Cruise was didn't yeah, feel see, that size. And I never read the books, and I I think it, I like it more so in the 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 show because of the fact that like it's kind of unexpected, and I think right. that's what they're going for with that character. Dude, he towers but, over everybody. Oh yeah, in but that but episode. Tom Cruise is though. Like I mean, they both like the, um, what is it, like the essence. Of who this guy is, who Jack Reacher is, I thought they they both are nailing it. it that's I, that's what I think. That's why I watched this movie to see because uh, I've seen this before, and that's why I wanted to revisit the Jack Reacher movie series. And I think Tom Cruise, I agree with you. Tom Cruise did nail this character. He he set the bar, and I think um, Alan Richardson is it Richardson, Richardson. I think it's, it's like Richardson. Richardson. He um he. He lives up to it, and he's—I mean, I would say he's 
kind of a no-name actor, but he's Richardson. he's been in a lot of good stuff. Like oh, he, yeah. he was in Blue Mountain State. He's been in Teen, Teen Titans. He was um he was Raphael. He was um he was in Titans. Yeah, Titans a real life series. Yes. And then uh there was one other like major thing he was in. Ninja Turtles. <laughs> he was in Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But I uh, like he's, he's overall the two movies that came out in 2012 and 2016 um had a really good cast. 2012 had um Tom Cruise had Rosamund Pike. Robert Duvall was in it. Um and I would just say watch it if you're going to watch the series, watch the movies. And do your own comparison and your own contrast b- between uh, the way that Tom Cruise portrays Jack Reacher or who's the Tom Clancy guy I'm trying to think about. Tom Clancy has its uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harrison, what, what's Harrison Ford's character? <laughs> Chris name? Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah, it's 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 like um, Reacher. something. It is Jack. Oh God! And Amazon Prime has this too because fucking uh, John uh, Karansky is Karansky. Krasinski. Karinsky, Thank you, Evan. <laughs> I always fuck up his last name. Is they have a show of his as well? Jack Bauer. No, no, that's, that's 24. 24. Um, oh my God, what is it? It's uh, oh, this is, oh this? said Chris Pine, right? Yeah, he was. I'll I'll, I'll tell you right now. It's uh, it is it is Jack Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, we could have figured that one out quickly. Yeah. Um, similar character, right? You have a bunch of actors who've portrayed him over the years. I think they're gonna do this with Jack Reacher. I think, um, Tom Cruise set the bar. But uh, I would say watch both. Watch the series because it's really good. Um, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the movies. So I would say. Very nice. Give everything a thumbs up. And Christopher uh, McGuire, dude, cast someone else. Tom Cruise can't be your only go-to. <laughs> I say that. It might be Tom Cruise getting him. Like, dude, I got an idea. Make it. Okay? Hey, and I'll be in it. <laughs> hey, make something like. We should make something like Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> You want to do Top Gun too? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good idea. Did Edge of Tomorrow and the Mummy like you could tell if this director's making a movie, Tom Cruise is gonna be in it. Well, it's also probably because Tom Cruise is the one always producing, and he wants someone that will listen to him. So, uh, let's move on to our last part. Yes, yes. Oh, 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 God. Oh. I'll have what she's having. Damn straight. Um, you know, I'm just gonna s- throw it out there, but uh, I mean, because we were just talking about Jack Reacher, I'm gonna say Reacher. God damn it, Peter! That was the whole <laughs> point of why I watched that you movie. You did right out. <laughs> I did it. I wrote down what you're talking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it it's good. Everything that Ryan just said. Ditto. And now we can move on. <laughs> wow. I guess you get. Years. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I just started this and I'm loving it, but the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. What the hell? I have to type this out. The woman in the Sorry, house. Sorry, I'm there. Yeah. Why? Oh, I know what he's doing. It's amazing. This is a dark comedy, really dark. Uh, Kristen Bell, and I love it. Kristen Bell is a great um, I don't mm-hmm. I'm curious about what... Uh, once you finish it, how you how you feel? My wife and I, we watched this whole thing, and um, yeah, I just want to know what you think. Why does this have such a long title? Apparently, it has been doing very well on Netflix, and I 
believe it's getting a second season. Um, And I'll just say it's interesting. I understand where you're at. How far are you? Oh, just one episode in. And I'm loving it. Like, oh, yeah. The first just episode. Just the opening was hilarious. Yeah. And, and just keep that in mind how this is so satire-y and, and just Oh, silly. for sure. Yeah. I've heard that's a lot of people going like, no, this is serious. And it's it, all like, no, it's comedy. Yeah, there there is definitely some moments where you're like, oh, yeah, this is straight up comedy. But there's also points where like, they, they play it so seriously that you get a little bit confused. And I think that's when, like, when you get to the end, you're like, huh, I, huh. Should I laugh? Well, it's not so much that, but also, like, you know, it just makes you go, huh. <laughs> Things <laughs> that right. make you go, huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm just going to leave it at that. But I'm very, you know, when you finish the whole series, I, I want to know your your final emotion reaction yes yes huh. yeah i ah. want to know that awesome i will keep you informed okay ryan did you think of a different one because i took reaching um oh also blue mountain state that's ah, yeah. a good one there we go <laughs> yeah he took that one too i know right. that's, a good one. that's ryan so moving on now <laughs> just kidding you got something <laughs> no i mean I, it was reach uh, was a, a good series and um finished peacemaker it's uh, the oh, last yeah. episode's tomorrow, and um, I'm behind th- on that. That's been such a killer series, like literally. Yeah, <laughs> I have really enjoyed it, and I it is uh, so much better than the Suicide Squad. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like Thank I, you. I like the movie. Like I saw James Gunn redeem. Like he almost brought DC up here, but like DC's still here, and. But Peacemaker, like, dude, such a cool series. I mean, he made a television series of comic book characters that nobody even knows who the hell they are. Yeah. I almost feel like if they took the Suicide Squad and made it into a series, it probably would have been better. That's how I kind of feel about this one. Like, this, <laughs> like the Peacemaker is just... Everything he's done with it and the, the writing, like it's been a, a real treat. Yeah, well, they got to flesh out the characters so much more. I think, and that might be it. But they also like, yeah, I, that's probably it because they are still going a little bit like, at least where I've gone, like, huh, that's yeah. that's weird. Well, they're they're <laughs> but people it works. now, not just oh, hey, there's a cape. And yeah. this episode's brought to you by, huh, yeah, huh. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. If you're over on our YouTube page, um, don't forget to subscribe. Yes, yeah, subscribe, yeah. subscribe all to over the place. everything, uh, and and you know, go get your turkey. You know, wow, really? But Shots don't, fired. Sir. Don't put gravy on it because that's just gross for mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, but the gravy comes from the turkey. It's for mashed potatoes. You don't put it all together and beyond it up. Be sure to visit DMoviesBeyond.com.